This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 27th of October. Hats off to Aldi, Justin. They've removed nearly 2,000 tonnes of plastic packaging from shelves in the past Wowie. year. That's about the size of 13 adult whales <laughs> or six Boeing 757 jets. Very impressive stuff. B-Man, we mentioned PayPal's potential acquisition of Pinterest last yep. week. And now, PayPal's backing away from the potential takeover deal with Pinterest. Ah. Because after reports of the deal, PayPal's shares dropped around 12%. In other words, shareholders did not like this at all. Three stable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Facebook has announced its latest earnings report and there are some serious concerns about it losing its grip on the young'uns, aka the under-30s. TikTok for the win, B-Man. What is the story here? So we know Facebook is the massive social media platform founded by Mark Zuckerberg, Mm -hmm. aka Robot Zuck. (laughs) And in its third quarter earnings report, Facebook revealed monthly active users increased by 6% to 2.9 billion users. Now that may be good for some other companies, but it's pretty weak for Facebook. And Brett, their revenue also increased by 35%. Worse than expected thanks to those pesky, pesky Apple privacy changes we talked about the other day. And Brett, if it wasn't enough, recent leaks from within the company showed that the number of under 30s using the platform is dropping. Ouch. And even Instagram's growth amongst younger users may have hit its peak. Double ouch. So what's the key learning here? Facebook is the master of turning a whole other app into a feature within its own app. Like stories when it ripped off Snapchat. And reels when it ripped off TikTok. And bringing in these types of popular features often means more eyeballs. Why do they keep doing this? Because advertisers flock to the platforms where most of the eyeballs are. But Brett, unfortunately, this worked once, this worked twice, (laughs) but it's not working anymore for Facebook. In fact, Justin, an internal Facebook document says that teenage users of the Facebook app will drop by 45% over the next two years. And if Facebook loses its young audience, advertisers will have no choice but to seek other platforms for their ad campaign which will drive a huge decline in daily users in Facebook's most lucrative ad market, aka its app. Mm. For our second story, the co-founders of Aussie activewear retailer Starrunner are launching a new shopping app to take on the digital coupon market. Fair to say the grind never (laughs) stops, Jazzy boy. What's the story? All right, well, two twin sisters started Starrunner back in 2012. It was an online retailer of activewear that sold brands like Adidas Mm -hmm. and Asics and Nike and many more. And slowly but surely, these twins turned Starrunner into a $50 million business. But, Justin, late in 2019, the company fell into receivership due to some cash flow problemos. And a few weeks later, it was snapped up by the Accent Group. Which just so happens to own brands like Platypus, Hype DC, Vans, Timland, you know, all those names. But B-Man, the twins have dusted themselves off again and they're ready to go. And it's all in the form of a new discount code app called Her Black Book. So what's the key learning here? More and more, we're seeing millennials hunt for discount codes online. Despite values like sustainability and authenticity increasing, 80% of millennials are still influenced by price. And according to Accenture, Justin, more than half of millennials use their phones to search for a coupon or discount code when they're in their store. Nothing beats a bargain, B-Man. And nothing is more frustrating than a 25% discount code that doesn't work. (laughs) And Brett, discount code redemption is expected to increase to 90 billion US dollars by the end of 2022. That, my friend, is a whole lot of discounts. (laughs) Which is good news for the crew with her black book.
For our third and final story, the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, wants to build a space station called the Orbital Reef. And can you spare a few billion dollars for our reefs down <laughs> here on Earth, Jeff? Uh, Jeffy, he's got a cosmic love for the cosmos, big man. What is the story? So Jeff Bezos is one of the world's richest humans. He's primarily known for creating Amazon, the online marketplace. The web storage platform. The Alexa designing platform. The streaming platform. <laughs> and it's worth over $2 trillion. Yes, we said trillion. Now, he actually founded another company that that you may have heard of too, called Blue Origin. This puppy was born all the way back in 2000. Now, Blue Origin is Jeffy B's private aerospace manufacturer and spaceflight <laughs> company. Essentially, Bezos reckons that in order to preserve Earth, humanity needs to expand and explore to find new energy sources. And move industries that stress Earth into space. Very, very interstellar stuff here, B-Man. <laughs> and now, Bezos has announced plans to launch a space station that's going to house up to 10 people Ooh. in the second half of the decade. It'll be called Orbital Reef and can be used as a business park in space. So what's the key learning here? The commercialization of space is well and truly almost here. <laughs> well, I mean, once you've commercialized the whole of Earth, like Jeffrey Bezos has, uh, there's only <laughs> one place to go. But Brett, this is a big step forward because historically, we've only ever operated within the space for Earth economy. I.e. goods or services produced in space for use on Earth. Like satellites for telcos or internet infrastructure. And we've got the space for space economy too. AKA making goods in space specifically for space, like mining the moon. But this economy is about to get a whole lot bigger, Jazzy Boy. Largely thanks to Elon Musk's SpaceX, who wants to take private space travellers up to space. And Blue Origin, which wants to do the same and build and operate space infrastructure. Weird stuff, but we definitely like it. We do. Fluxam, we're heading towards the end of the month, and if you haven't checked your credit score as part of our credit score restore month, then you know what you need to do. Check out the Flux app for free and see how your credit score's going. Did it improve this month? Did it go down a little bit this month? All very good questions, Justin. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.